0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh yeah.
1: Very serious.
2: This is the Mandatory Sampson Podcast, coming to you live from Stand Up New York Labs. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the program. My name is Chris Flannery. I am one of the hosts of this program. Across the table from me is my good friend Andrew Genelosi, and manning the keys over there is little Joe Harari. Uh, conspicuous by his absence, once again, is my very close friend Joseph Noah. He is unable to join us today. Guys, listen, here's what I want to say to you. Uh, Joey is going through some personal stuff right now. Um, he is. He might not be able to be on the show for a little bit, uh, which sucks because, as you know, he's uh, undoubtedly a huge part of the program. Um, we want him to be back as soon as possible, and we know that you guys do too, so that's why I wanted to let um, all of you know that he's not going to be here, and he might not be here for a little bit. Um, I'm not going to get more into it than this. Like... It's personal, so if Joey wants to talk about it at a later date when he's back, that's fine. He will. Um, You know, he'll make his triumphant return in time. I'd ask that you guys just respect his privacy, let him deal with what he's dealing with, and um, hopefully he'll be back much sooner than later. So, you know, that's basically the whole story, and hopefully Joey will be back very soon.
0: Often imitated, never duplicated. No,
3: we out.
2: Okay, all right, I don't know. He recorded that and there you go. That was the message Set. you want to send. Yeah. So, welcome to the program everybody. Thank you for checking in, Andrew. Great to have you here.
3: Great to be here.
2: Uh little Joe, how you doing over there?
3: I'm doing great, guys. Thanks again for having me.
2: Hey, you know what? You're a wonderful addition. We uh, love, I love having you. you. Guys. Yeah. Um, you know, you're no Joey, no but you're you're alright.
3: I'm often imitated, never duplicated.
2: I look like a fucking pimp. Then <laughs> you don't. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh
3: So that's it. Uh
2: all right. So um welcome to the show everybody we have i think a really good show today um we're gonna start it off with a little bit of climate change stuff oh actually no andy you actually had something you wanted to get into those convicts or whatever that ran away in in new york Uh, ran
0: away no (laughs) escaped no escaped like shawshank redemption style escaped
2: yes so we're gonna get into that a little bit then i got some climate change stuff a couple of like uh quick hit things like some updates I'm going to rip Donald Rumsfeld, the new asshole, at a certain point during the show, so you should stick around for that. What a what a garbage human being he is. He should be hanged. Uh, and then at the end, I got a little topic that little Joe Harari is probably going to enjoy. We're going to talk about a potential for a, a town on the moon, which I know that he's probably really wants to go to and, and be involved in. And also, I'm really excited about this. Andy, you tell me if you're fucking excited about this. Yeah. A big trend this year for the GOP candidates, Republicans running for president, is they all have campaign songs. Yes. And I brought those campaign songs. I figured we could listen to them, we can kind of dissect them, and we can pick who possibly has the best uh, GOP campaign song, because they're all fucking weird. I'm excited. You should be. It's very strange, and yeah. I'm excited yeah, to get yeah. into
0: that. I'm into it.
2: Um we, I also wanted to start out, I got a couple of emails, uh, I have a shout out that I want to get to, we're going to stretch our feet out a little bit this week, because there's nobody behind us, we might go a little bit longer than we did last week, great, Andy, you also brought up to me, we didn't uh, mention some of our favorite uh, companies, some of our favorite products last week, today, and you're right, we should have brought it up, I have Polar Seltzer Strawberry, it's a wonderful, refreshing summer flavor, I really enjoy it, it makes me feel good, and I know that you have uh, a pair of Ethica underwear that you're enjoying today?
0: Yeah. Uh, These are actually made out of a different material than they normally make. And I call them... I have one called Galaxies. I call these the Picassos because that's what they remind me of.
2: Fantastic. Can we get a wide on this? Oh, wow. Those are nice. Tell me that's not,
0: not the coolest
2: thing ever. And,
0: yeah, they're super comfortable...
2: Uh, those are really really cool I want to just hit a <laughs> Samsonite yeah that's yeah. right only a Samsonite would be wearing those those are really cool yeah uh, alright so Ethica Underwear Polar Seltzer uh, please get in touch with us we'd love to be you know sponsored by you we'd a love to part it. of your team yeah part of the team exactly that's right we can all work together on yeah. this uh i want to give a shout out to somebody on soundcloud he says he loves the show one j underscore joe thank you sir we appreciate the support this is your official shout out
0: it's joey Just supporting us Yeah, hey
2: guys Just you know I can't be there But I just wanted to say I love the show I look like a fucking pimp All right, you said that already My dick is never limp Yeah, we got it Um, We also got a couple of (laughs) emails We got a couple of emails Uh, The first one I want to get to And these are quick Because remember a couple I guess a couple of weeks ago I read like five emails And it took way too long It was like 30 minutes
0: Yeah, and I'm just going To acknowledge it There's nobody behind us. I'm having a Chesterfield.
2: Wow. You know what? I love you. That's cool. Go for it. It That doesn't bother me even a little bit. Actually, it kind of does a little bit, but whatever. Just enjoy yourself. Do you have something to ash in? What are you doing? Oh, all right. Look at this kid. He can't prepare it. Um, Here's an email we got from... What? Do you have something to say, little Joe? Oh, I just saw you reaching for the microphone. Why don't you get involved? i like to <laughs> hold it. I don't know. All right. Just leave me alone. Why don't you come up here and up. hold this? Shut up, man. <laughs> hey. Just uh, looked at me. Yeah. W- we got an email from Michael in the UK. It says, Hi, Chris. Uh, would like to start with, I love the show, and I'm a UK fan. It's great how much your show is spreading. Thanks, buddy. We really appreciate that, and it is great that it's spreading. We love it. It's so crazy that People in fucking the UK are listening to it. Uh, I want to ask your opinion on how everyone has seemed to forget. This is a great point, by the way. uh, Seemed to forget about Bruce Jenner killing someone in a car crash because she has done something brave and now becoming Caitlyn Jenner and coming out to the world. Uh, Do you think Caitlyn Jenner is the correct person to hold up as a brave role model for the... Uh, he says transvestite community and others. He goes, P.S. Sorry if transvestite is the wrong terminology As I'm not too well versed. It's transgender. So do you think he's the proper role model for the transgender community and others? Kind regards. Michael. Well, first of all, Michael, thank you for getting in touch. I really appreciate that. It is interesting that that sort of went out of the public consciousness really quickly because he did get involved in a car accident. He's being sued now by two the two families involved. One woman died in that accident. Yep. Uh, he wasn't drunk or I'm saying Bruce Jenner wasn't drunk. He was texting, right? That's unclear. I don't know. He wasn't drunk, but obviously he was distracted. Something happened, Uh, so we'll find that out. I guess as time goes along. So he finally
0: found out about the Kim and Ray J sex
2: tape. (laughs) It finally popped up on his feed and he was just like, what? He was just getting the call from vanity fair. Like, Oh my God, I'm going to be on the cover. Just rear ended somebody. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I think that Caitlyn Jenner is a good role model. I mean, obviously, if she goes to jail over gold this, Gold medal not. winner. No. Well, no. Bruce is a gold, Gen- gold, gold Jenner winner. I was going to say gold medal winner. But right. I mean. But
0: Bruce is also the one who got in that car accident.
2: Right. That's so, what's so really. So, so, so that's Caitlin never double.
3: crashed a car. She has a perfect driving record.
2: That's right. Caitlin. And surprising because women are shitty drivers. No. No. I'm just kidding. Ooh. Guys, it's just a joke.
3: Um, the Olympics are trying to take away his gold medal
2: are her, they really did you read that medal. yeah why
3: i don't know well, because he didn't win that she didn't win
2: oh that's absurd uh that i don't could... know if that's
3: true i think i made it up i heard it on another podcast <laughs>
2: you i think you made that up get out of here <laughs> uh anyway yeah no i don't know so thank you for the email i i think i think Caitlyn jenner is probably a decent role model just in the sense of like somebody who has a lot to lose by doing this so late in life like has a lot of uh you know obviously is well known as bruce jenner it's pretty impressive that she did that but you know, we'll see what happens with this whole car accident thing.
0: A lot to lose, though. I mean, the man's a probably, if not, he's probably close to a multi-millionaire Respect, at this point.
2: whatever, you know, right, like. Yeah, but,
0: but at the end of the day, he's not going to struggle if his celebrity gets taken Financially,
2: away. no. This person was always going
0: to struggle. And that's the biggest thing at the end of the day. I
2: don't know about that. I mean, yes. I mean, obviously, you need to have money to, like, live your life and, and, and you know, be comfortable. But... You know, you also would like people to have respect. You You don't want to become a joke, which I think is like sort of what he was becoming before he came out as Caitlyn Jenner. So, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think it was she's a a role model. That's fine. Whether you need to pattern your life based on what Caitlyn Jenner's doing. No, but I think as somebody who is having a transition late in life and becoming her true self and all that stuff. Yeah, that's good from a role model. Didn't
3: David Arquette's sister have a brother that I have uh, no idea. Yeah, I think so. There's like an Arquette sibling that's now a woman. And what about the the Wachowski siblings? Uh,
2: One of them, right? Yeah. One of the Wachowski those are,
3: you know, I think those are great role models as well. That's true. I I mean, mean, they're not getting the
2: same shine, but, you know. Sure. Why don't you look this up about Arquette's uh, sister, brother? Your
0: biggest point was Chelsea Manning, right? Yeah,
2: Chelsea Manning to me is somebody that's like insanely brave, not only for... The actions that she took prior to even transitioning into becoming Chelsea Manning, but transitioning in a military prison, like fighting for that right and being somebody that is like, look, I'm going to live my life, were even in-, in a jail cell, you know, what was
3: he in prison for
2: for uh, without getting into the whole thing? It was leaked documents oh, yeah, about Iraq work. to WikiLeaks most notably the collateral murder video pulled the
3: snowden was, uh, before snowden right that's what it was uh, this was yeah, like the first whistleblowing s- sort of yeah. not the first but no, I mean, like, this is a bunch but this is like but brought it to the 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 mainstream uh,
2: attention yes absolutely so anyway yeah chelsea manning definitely uh all right so great email thank you michael we appreciate you listening and keep supporting us we really appreciate it we also got an email from and this will be quick we got an email from my good friend danny who uh says hello mandatory Sampson. just wanted uh to let you know how much i've been enjoying the podcast even more now that we entered into the 30s show is really maturing especially with work on daily motion love seeing your adorable faces oh thanks sweetie that's so nice Uh, I usually like to wait a couple weeks and then binge watch or listen during my work day. It's often awkward to laugh out loud and have to explain to neighbors that I'm not a psycho. I'm just a nobody. Oh, oh. my dick is never limp. All right. I mean, as as not,
0: not at this point. No, no,
2: no. No, He's a rock hard after that uh, compliment. But anyway, yeah. So I wanted to say I'm slightly still behind. That's fine. Danny, you're going to be surprised when you get to this episode. Yep. Uh, currently, listening to, currently listening to the episode where you introduce your soundboard congratulations this will be an excellent addition to the show This is he makes a good suggestion here I think we're going to listen to him he goes if it's possible I would love to make a suggestion for one sound clip to add to your portfolio my sh- suggestion should you choose to accept would be to review all the episodes where Joey was reading the short paragraphs of Fifty Shades of Grey just a suggestion but there are a lot of hilarious phrases that may or not be relevant to future moments Either way, great job. Love you guys. Stay gold pony, boys. Danny, thank you, baby. We appreciate it. And I love the, I think we're definitely going to be adding some, because uh, especially if he's not going to be here, we're going to add some of his uh, Fifty Shades clips. We'll there. go through the catacombs together. Yes, we, yeah. will, we will comb through those.
0: I love it, too. And the fact that he phrased it like a James Bond mission, like,
2: <laughs>
3: should you choose to accept it, uh, yes. here's what I need you to do. Uh,
2: yeah, Danny's got a flair for the dramatic. Uh, yeah, he you does. Know, he and does. he, he, he we'll nailed
3: it. We'll deny uh, all knowledge of your existence that it. they what? do that in james bond movies they say Supposed if you get caught you? if you get caught we'll that's what up. i was looking for
2: god damn it yeah you suck man. Uh, all right anyway so yeah thank you for the emails danny thank you michael again we appreciate it and uh feel free everybody to send an email leave a soundcloud comment we love uh, responding and well, what's up andrew
0: i know what he's saying should you be captured or killed All all knowledge of your existence will be. You never heard that, James Bond. Yeah, I get it, but I just didn't
2: think it hit. That's all. Okay. Well, because
0: he didn't phrase it right. Yeah, I was trying. I was was looking
2: looking for help. Don't don't defend it. Just come back stronger. That's all. All right. (laughs) You're looking for help. You're so cute. I'm not mad at you. It's okay. Um, All right. So let's get into the show. Andy, you wanted to start off with this uh, these runaway escapees from prison in new york i think that's fine let's start with that and we're going to get to all this other stuff i think this is gonna be a great episode so stick around andrew
0: okay well basically everybody knows what happened um these two prisoners uh um Ma- matthew sweat er, er, what, a, what
2: a ridiculous name by the way
0: er, no i'm sorry i feel like joey richard matt and david sweat um, they escaped a couple days ago in basically a Shawshank Redemption-style yes. prison break. Yes. Um, I guess the prison was built in 1802, so they had been doing... 1802, mind you.
2: Yeah, what the fuck is that about? They can't, like, retrofit this thing to, well, well, to work better? What? Well,
0: that's what they were in the process of doing. Uh, Hence, how did they get the power tools to cut through all this material? Right. We're talking, um... Two two-inch brick walls, uh, six-inch metal pipes. Like they really needed this equipment, right? And they scaled their way down, like six—I guess you could call it flights. There certainly weren't stairs. Right. It was like pipe to pipe to repiling. Right. Yeah, and um, and so.
2: Oh the, wait a minute! We hold on. We got an update. It's not James Bond. It's Mission Impossible.
0: Thank you. That's Sorry. from.
2: Lorraine Flannery. You're right. An avid listener of the program. Thank you for that. That's
0: from your mom? Yeah. She knows that? Yeah. She's good, man. She knows what's going That's on. That's very impressive. Okay. Anyway, so um, so there's work being done on this prison, but obviously in a prison... All of the gear, all of the power tools, need to be accounted for at the end of the day. Yeah, of
2: course, because you can't have fucking lunatics running around with hammers and shit. No, yeah. not hammers, well, chainsaws, buzzsaws, chainsaws. <laughs> chainsaws. <laughs>
0: right, right. Um, so anyway, so they had been questioning a female. Um, she's not a guard. She's basically a, a contractor of some sort, or a manager of the contractor. And now
2: where is this prison? This is like upstate New York, upstate Buffalo New York. or something? Yep,
0: yeah, it's okay. 20 miles south
3: of the Canadian border. Okay. Um, so, uh, anyway, terrible place for a prison. Why? Why? It's not a far 20-mile walk through the woods.
2: Yeah, but it's like shitty weather up there all the time. You? Yeah, right it's mean,
3: getting into Canada,
0: which you could still be immediately extradited from. Right. But, uh, well, but in any, event. any in any event... So they make this daring escape. They're interviewing this woman because they think she might have smuggled the tools. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm missing a big fact. Okay. She worked as like doing laundry and stuff like that. So they figured she might have smuggled power tools into them through laundry and stuff like that. Like the cart and whatnot. But so the first two days, they had no idea where these guys were. No, no clue. They popped out a manhole cover a mile away from the prison and they were gone. This is
2: like a this is like a legitimate prison it, break. These guys fucking did it exactly like you're saying in Shawshank Redemption. They cut through a fucking pipe and popped through a manhole cover.
0: Oh, this is a movie. Yeah, and they popped through the manhole cover in broad daylight, mind you. Right. Cause, uh, but anyway, do you imagine
2: just being there, like eating pizza? and You're like, what the fuck? You know, like, you're walking your dog, yeah. and all of a sudden, like this cover pushes up, and <laughs> the cover pops too- up, and the dog flies in the air. It's a little chihuahua, just like. Bow, bow, bow,
0: bow. <laughs> oh, you're stepping. Yeah, no. I get what you. You're you saying. get it. Yes. So uh, basically, their hounds picked up the scent about three miles from the prison they escaped from, and a large perimeter. This is today uh-huh. has been set up in the area. And uh, they also found possible, possible makeshift beds, like straw and grass laid down uh, in a wooded area about three miles from the prison. Yeah, why so wouldn't you
2: destroy it if you're them? It, it, maybe,
0: but maybe they were awoked to the sound of oh, yeah, people yeah, moving yeah. in on them, and right. they had to go. But there were, like, candy wrappers and stuff oh, like okay. that, too. So it's apparent people had been there, and it wasn't just everyday camp. Could have been teens fucking. Could have been teens fucking, could have been homeless people, but you probably would have found a condom or some...
1: Chipotle. Could have found some Chipotle. some Chipotle. Chipotle, definitely. It's Something like Very that. Very possible.
0: So, uh, but they also found boot prints, and not a lot of teens are banging in their Timberlands. Oh, in upstate New York.
2: But were they wearing plastic
1: bread bags? Then they
3: wouldn't leave traces. No, because... They don't give you Tim's in prison? What's that? They don't get Tim's in prison. Come on. No, no, no. But they had Construction boots. boots. Construction boots. Oh, from the crews that are working on the... From the crews. Son
2: of a bitch. This is like a Joker-style escape now. That's pretty... it. because now they're just mocking you. Right. Exactly. Well, they left a note. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
0: Let's get into the note they left that said, Have a nice day a very racistly drawn <laughs> smiley face, basically Asian-looking with one of the uh, straw hats on.
2: By Asian-looking, he means lines, not circles. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and it I said... I like a fucking pimp. Uh, I pressed the wrong one, damn it.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, thank you. And it said, have a nice day, basically implying we're digging a hole to China and right. we're getting the fuck out of Hilarious. here. Hilarious. Right. Hilarious. Well, so, I was saying,
2: if these guys weren't like, we were talking a little bit before the show. If these guys weren't brutal murderers, it's kind of funny. You kind of root for them. Like, you kind of wish they were just, like, car thieves Wait, or so you know? what are they in for? Murder? To both of them for murder, yeah. Both
0: for murder. One for murdering a police officer, and the other for mur- murdering... Kidnapping, murdering,
3: and dismembering his former but boss but that's who gets out is the crazy one like the actual crazy well because you ones. gotta
2: be insane to take the chance to even try to get out one of them has a history of getting out he's been in jail before and he's yeah, escaped there the, too
0: the older one uh, one is 44 one's 32 right the older one uh, which I believe is uh, Richard Matt
3: has the history
2: I gotta believe I'd try though right like if you're in jail what the fuck else are you gonna do, do you might as well try to get out of there Your
3: sentence if you try to escape yeah who gives yeah. a shit they're oh, gonna be absolutely. in for life I think anyway I think they're gonna yeah, if you're doing time. life, yeah, might as well keep going. Like, ah, oh, got me, fellas. Let's right. try yeah. again. These
2: guys,
0: <laughs> <laughs> these guys are both in uh, life without pearl Yeah, so, so give it a shot. Give it a shot. Give it ten shots, whatever. And right. that's apparently what uh, Matt was thinking. Right. Because, uh, yeah, he has a history of this. But anyway, so they find the boot prints. They find the candy wrappers. And uh, FBI agents are calling it a solid clue. Fair enough. They might still be in the area. The suspect, or what they suspect right now is if they're not in the woods, or if they're not good in the woods, excuse me, like if they don't have supplies, it'll be an easy move in for the police. Like they'll be able to build a perimeter and find them. Sure. But the biggest worry.
3: Yes, a dragnet.
0: A a dragnet. The biggest worry, though, is Lake Champlain is right there, which uh, connects New York to Vermont. And Vermont, at that point, is about 10 miles from Canada. So that's their big worry. And it's very easy in a place like Lake Champlain to come across a canoe where if you had a knife or maybe even a boulder, you could break what's basically a bicycle lock. Right. And steal one of these.
2: Commandeer.
0: Commandeer one of these and row your way through darkness through Lake Champlain because there's not going to be a heavy police presence there as they're focused on New York mostly anyway.
2: Right. Well, all right. I mean, that's uh we're going to keep our eye on that. Yeah, it's fascinating. And especially it's like, I don't don't come to Manhattan. I don't I don't need to get murdered by these psychos. Although no. you know what, I I think about this. So two guys that are already convicted a murder are out. Think about how many people who have not been caught are still just out there floating around. But it's like we worry about these guys because we already know for sure that they're murderers.
0: But Well, and what makes these guys more dangerous is that they don't have anything. So they're gonna right. have to commit crimes oh, to sure, yeah. keep moving. Right. And they're both convicted murderers. Murder, and I watch a lot of these like crime TV shows, right. murder isn't a big deal for somebody who's already spent 20 years doing it. Yeah, once you already cross that line. Their yeah. thought is, I just want to stay out of prison of as course. long as I can, so if X, Y, and Z are in the way, sorry, they're going to have to die.
2: Yes, I get it. Well, all right, so we're going to keep our eye on these two lunatics running around. We'll see where they end up. Uh, my bet, they get caught in Vermont. I think I like your uh, little plan there that they took a canoe.
0: I think so too and um they have like three helicopters in the air. They have uh they're starting to set up a perimeter around uh the Lake Champlain inside of Vermont. Right. They're in New York still. As long as they haven't gotten to Canada yet, I think there's a fair chance they're uh going to get it.
2: All right. Well, hopefully they will. So we'll see what happens. Uh, good one. Let's. Um, here's what I want to get into. I got a couple of quick, very quick uh, climate change updates. Sort of. It has to do with the um, the uh, what the hell is it called? Um, Plains All-American Pipeline that we talked about in California that Joey actually brought to our attention, um, where they spilled 150,000 gallons of oil across the coastline. Uh, Flea, the basis for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, had some interesting comments about this, and I thought I would just share it because I like when celebrities come out and have a stance on things, and, and Flea is one of those guys. He was apparently at the beach 75 miles from where the flood, the flood, the spill took place. He was out there with his daughter, 75 miles away. She stepped in sand and ended up getting her whole foot covered in fucking oil. And there's pictures of this. Yeah, it's disgusting. So Flea got pissed and he went on Facebook and he wrote a whole, whole thing that I really enjoy. (laughs) I think it's just worth reading because it's, you know, it's, it's funny because it's coming from Flea, but he's right. He goes, she got your oil shit product all over her feet. I won't let her swim in the ocean because it is full of toxic petroleum product. She was getting confident in the waves, but now it's too filthy and unsafe. The birds, fish, and seals are ingesting it and getting sick. I can't surf. This is a great point, and this is why I really brought it. Some kid in the hood who made a mistake selling drugs will go to jail and have his life ruined, but you, you evil lying scumbags will get away with a paltry fine that means nothing to you. You could have had a shutoff valve, but you saved cash there too. You are the worst kind of human beings. I am infuriated. You disgust me. Well said, Flea. I agree with you, and he's right. Like, you know, kids that have no alternative in a bad situation are going to get fucked and go to jail forever. And these guys are just like, well, here's a couple of million dollars, whatever. I could have
0: sworn you wrote that,
2: like that. <laughs> that's why I like that. That just
0: sounds like you to a T.
2: Yeah, well, that's why I enjoyed it. Um, I, I yeah, it, it felt like that when he calls when he says you just you infuriate me and I'm disgusted. Mm, yeah, yes that has a that has a, a flannery uh, tinge to it, it I does. feel like um, all right so anyway so thank you Flea for that uh, rousing s- statement um, I also wanted to get to this and this is just quick again we have a couple of quick hits then we're going to get into the meat of the show uh, and do stick around for the end of this because those GOP songs are oh, just mwah, spectacular so Seattle protesters I wanted to shine a light on this because we don't We haven't really been talking too much about this climate change type of stuff, but I think it's important to see that there are people out there trying to make a difference even though there are these multinational corporations that are really uh, running roughshod over the world. But people are trying to make a difference in any way they can. Seattle protesters have planned a kayak blockade to try to stop shells uh polar pioneer rig from heading up to alaska to drill in the arctic
0: i wonder if those murderers are going to be a part of that
2: oh i wonder if they're going to hop on that rig yeah just tie up between (laughs) two kayaks and be like yeah we're outraged (laughs) that'd be hilarious um well they probably won't do that because these kayakers are gonna get arrested for sure oh Oh, little joe by the way uh please try to write titles down as best you can joey maybe writes two down so if you could maybe get to three that'd just be impressive no all right fair enough um so here's what i want i just want to give you a couple of facts about this situation 300 some 300 protesters have been trained listen to this have been trained in kayak safety and skills Mm -hmm. to potentially block the departure of shells polar pioneer in 2012 and this is maybe why they want to block shell from getting up there in 2012 shells rigged the uh, Kaluk or something ran aground off the coast of Kodiak, Alaska, carrying 150,000 gallons of oil, uh, and they ended up only paying a 12 million dollar fine for for that, which that eh, seems like a paltry sum for Shell. Yeah, uh, Shell spent billions of dollars. This is a little bit of a conspiracy theory. Shell of uh, my my design. Shell spent billions leasing offshore plots near Alaska, as have ConocoPhillips, Phillips, StatOil, and others, taking advantage of slushier more industry-friendly region why is that interesting well here's why i think it's interesting because burning of fossil fuels and the process by which they burn those fossil fuels speeds up climate change climate change in turn lessens the ice cover in the arctic in alaska wouldn't it kind of behoove corporations who are all about getting as much money as possible with very little regard for the Safety and well being of the planet. Wouldn't it kind of behoove them to let global warming kind of take over for a little while so they could have access to what is called one third of undiscovered oil in the Arctic? I guess so,
0: but I don't think that really jives, jives excuse me, with their whole stance.
2: Whose stance?
0: Um, whoever's backing this.
2: Oh you mean like shell or whatever yeah. why what 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 about that wouldn't jive with their stance like what do you mean what is their stance
0: um that they want to get oil from wherever they can for the cheapest but that's price. what i mean
2: i'm saying i think that they know that there's i'm a-
0: sorry i misheard you oh. R-
2: repeat i please. think that like all these oil companies and of course it's just a byproduct of the work they're doing so they're just going to do it anyway but i think that they would probably be willing to let climate change get to a point where Ground cover is of ice is lessened in places like the Arctic and Alaska, so they'd have an easier time getting to be able to drill in those places to get this untapped resource of oil. There's 24 billion barrels of oil there.
0: Okay, I get what you're saying, but wouldn't it... Could anybody really want climate change to get that bad? And I, I And I know these companies do some horrible things, but it seems like somebody would have to step in and stop them at some point if it's like, you know, 20, 30 years and the place is going to shit.
2: It would seem that way, but that is that is what's happening now. The government <laughs> isn't really stepping in. They Obama approved this. Like, they're allowing them to start drilling again after the, their shit that they did in 2012. Like, I think it is probably just a happy accident for them that the thing they're doing isn't actually going to enable them to get more oil, probably. yeah. But they have... If they're these huge corporations, they have the information. They they can say all they want that they're not contributing to climate change. They know they are. Of course. But, you know, so part of the strategy could be, look, let's let this happen for a little while. When it gets to a point where, you know, maybe we need to do something about it, we will, but we can get at this oil a lot easier if there's less ice there. That's just a simple, like, less ice, we can make more money kind of scenario, you know? We've, we see them do it over and over again. Sh- sure. I just
0: think it I don't know. Maybe that's just like the natural, what you would hope human thought would be, would be how could we let it get that far? How could we get that greedy to where we're willing to? We already know we're destroying the planet. Right? How could we be willing to let it to get to that level?
2: Right. But if you're a high up board member of, you know, Shell... You got the resources and the money to get the fuck away from a problem. Like, you, you don't, yeah. you're not going to be affected by that much. I mean, obviously, down the road, you will be. And, but. Yeah, but, but, no, even, I, even it, at it that
4: point,
0: crazy. yeah, don't you think you would have a little bit of a conscience to be like, I, I can't? Corporations don't have conscience, do this. my friend. I, I know that, but the people who run them, not all of them do, but some of them have to. Sure. Some of them have to think there is no fucking way we can do this. We can let it get this bad just because it'll be easier for us to drill, especially when we're this powerful and we can basically find a reason to drill anywhere else on this planet.
2: Maybe, but let's consider this. I hear you. Department of Interior Analysis of the uh, uh, Chukchi Sea, which is where they're going to be drilling, found—listen to these numbers, and you tell me maybe if they have a conscience they don't— found a 75% chance of a major spill in the next 77 years. If all of the leases that have been given out and all the oil they're expecting to pull out of the ground, if they (laughs) do that, if they go along that path, which is no reason why they wouldn't, there's a 75% chance. So going to happen in the next—within 100 years— Definitely, there's going to be a massive fucking oil spill in okay. the Arctic. It's going to kill wildlife. It's going to exacerbate the problem of climate change because black oil and soot and everything on top of white ice um, absorb sunlight as opposed to reflecting it, which exacerbates the problem. And it's like this vicious cycle. So they're willing to. They're like, well, they know that that's a reality. They're still going to go for it. So, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that maybe they don't. And I'm not saying that there is this like a massive conspiracy, but... I gotta believe that it factors into their planning to a certain extent where it's like, look, a little bit of slushy uh like snow is probably better than thick ice. They have to be thinking that at some point. Yeah, that's definitely with true. the same way with these fucking uh, the planes oil spill, there's no shutoff valve. They save money by not putting a <sighs> shutoff valve on. Like that
0: that's ridiculous, but uh I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, I don't to, know either. To me
0: uh, um, to me global warming. And climate change has such a larger, like, looming presence yeah. than we than what they could say of we accidentally didn't put on a shut off shut off valve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I what I mean. So. Yes, like to sit there and like watch this for a decade or two and just be like, eh, it'll be easy. it'll make it easier for us at some point well people you know what i mean yeah, like the, the there suffering has to be, that they're going to be creating yeah yeah. there has to be so much more outrage over that than we accidentally forgot to put yeah. on a show well,
2: internally them. you're saying that yeah. there'd be some kind of pushback yeah i don't know we'll see yeah. you know you will never know unless documents leak or something like that but it's just always a thought i have where it's like you know that they're going to try to do everything they can to make the most money possible and if a couple of fucking people in low live low lying uh, you know ocean areas get killed so be it. I feel like that that would be part of the attitude. But you're right. Yeah. No. I, I get it. But yeah. there's, no way, there's no way to know either way. No. But it's just something not. I'm throwing out there. Yeah. Uh, let's just wrap up with this quote, and then we'll move on to the next thing. Kay. Travis Nichols from Greenpeace. He says, the problem is that if they go up and spill, it's a disaster locally. If they go up and don't spill and succeed, then it's a disaster globally. Arctic oil is one of the fossil fuel projects that can't go forward if we're going to mitigate the worst effects of climate change. It's an extreme fossil fuel project in every way. Like we said, 75% chance of failure in 100 years. They're going to the ends of the earth, literally, to find the last drops of fossil fuel they can. So, all right, we're going to leave it there. That's a little update. So these kayakers, will stay on top of that. They're trying to block this thing from heading out of uh, Harbor in Seattle. We'll see what happens. Uh, what did you have? You were going to say something? What?
0: How big is this boat they're trying to block?
2: It's pretty big. It's pretty big, but there's 300 of these guys potentially getting out there. There's 12 in the harbor now, but as soon as this thing starts to move or whatever, they're going to, they have people on call that are going to show up in fucking kayaks and block this thing. There's a couple of people that were on a shell ship the other day that uh, chained themselves to the anchor and they were on there for like six days, seven days. So they're really like going after this thing because it is a big deal. It could be, a, uh, it's yeah, going to be a no, fucking it, problem. It, it is like,
0: but are uh, the kayak setup, are we talking 300
2: wide or 300 deep? If I were doing it, I would have, it like would have to 50, be 50, deep. 50. You know what I mean? It would have to be deep. Wide and deep. You'd have 50 across, like a circle encircling this thing. One row, two rows, three rows out, you know? Because what are they going to do about that? Are they Are going to come and kill these protesters? No, they're going to have to let them sit there for a while.
0: Or do they?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, based on what they did with the people on the and the uh, the anchor, yeah, they they actually stopped for a week. They couldn't do anything, so yeah, they're gonna have to let them be there. They're peacefully protesting. It's their right to do that.
0: They just happen to be in the water in front of their boat. I would have dropped the anchors.
2: Oh, hundred percent.
0: At, at least for like an at least for like ten minutes at a time. <laughs> Just dip like them pull, into
2: the fucking yeah, freezing yeah, exactly, water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, so that's that uh, little update. But I figured we'd say something about it because it's interesting and people are trying to make a difference there. This is an update to something that we talked about a while ago. Raif Badawi, the um, liberal blogger from Saudi Arabia, who was sentenced to ten years in jail and a thousand lashes, fifty a week. He is. Uh, officially fucked because his wife says this is a final decision that is irrevocable why can't i say that word irrevocable this decision has shocked me he the uh, like um the high court there in saudi arabia said You're it's not happening. Getting out. that's happening it, so yeah. the floggings and the whippings could start as soon as uh this week and actually you know what i have a video you want to listen to this this is video of the First public whipping—they do it in public. You're not really supposed to have cameras there, but the end of it is what bothers me more so than even the whipping, which obviously is is shitty. But this is the problem, and this is why this shit goes on there. I'm just gonna skip ahead. It's like a, a minute video. We can skip like 30 seconds in. Hold on. All right. You and you can hear the whipping. Like that's him getting hit 50 times. People are all watching. It's like an event. Okay. The end of that is what bothers me because they're going, al bar. God is great. They're clapping. Like, this isn't a fucking uh, tennis match. You're, you're watching a guy get whipped for having ideas. That's what you're cheering for? That's a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a systemic cultural issue. So let's not pretend that that's, uh, you know. That's just, re- oh, it's just, religion. it's just their religion. That's insane. That's a team that they're out there like, we're on the Al-Akbar team, and we're rooting for this guy to get whipped. It's ridiculous.
0: So it's not like a, a bull whip. It's like a kendo stick?
2: Yeah, it's like a, uh, yeah, some like kind a, of stick. Like a
0: bamboo, like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, because it doesn't look horrific, but obviously they had to hold it off to whip this guy again for months. Because they were going to kill him if they kept doing it, but this guy's going to be. I'm
0: sure it looks pretty
2: horrific. Yeah, if you're there, it's hard to see because the video is a little obscure, yeah. but I just wanted to play. I just wanted to play it for the end of that, where it's like, oh, they give like, a like little polite clap, like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. We saw the whipping today. Let's go back to work. Yeah, ridiculous. So anyway, so Raif Badawi, we'll keep our eye on that, but that guy's going to be uh, dead. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to be dead. You're right. What
3: are they punishing <sighs> him for?
2: He started. He's part of a Saudi liberal network. Did you answer this already? No oh, Okay He's part of a Saudi liberal network It's like an internet group Where he um, We had some quotes Like a few episodes back Where You know He's talking about secularism And that like The importance of democracy And things like that And you gotta like Push religion out of the Out of government And they're not too uh, Happy about that In Saudi Arabia
3: So now he's getting whipped.
2: Yes uh, 50 a week For Until they hit a thousand And then he's in jail for 10 years
0: Yeah and he's going to die before they hit him. Yeah, because medically you can't handle no, that, probably. No.
2: Um, yeah, terrific. So that that's what's going on there. Uh, I, I'm not trying to make a joke about that. Like, I wish I would, no, but no, that's going to be a problem. No. Um, the big news story, we're just going to touch on this a little bit because it's been covered to death. The big news story this week was the uh, the McKinney pool party The uh, where the cop shows up and makes an ass out of himself and, like... Really uh, pulls a gun on some kids and goes crazy on that fourteen-year-old uh,
0: and does a barrel girl. roll. He tripped. And the it, more he, I watch, he, he that did it. trip, no doubt about it. But right. it was like some Serpico shit.
2: Yeah, he's in total asshole. He shut up. I will say this: I, I wrote a couple things down, and I actually have a video of the uh, the girl and the mom who hosted the party because it's just worth listening to them say, like, "Yeah, this is what happened," and this guy completely overreacted. Yeah. And of course, I agree. But this has been covered a lot. Is the mom and daughter white? No, they're not. They oh, they're black. not. Yeah. Um, and I will say this I was on uh, Ranton and Raven. I produced that show uh, with Yamanika and Side Eye Chloe. And she had uh, Yamanika wasn't there, but Chloe had Nico White on. It was a really good episode. Nico's uh, great. hilarious. Yeah. Great dude. And they were talking about this, and I was involved in it because I produced the show, so I was talking too. So if you want to get like more of an insight into how I feel about it or listen to a good conversation, go listen to that episode. Uh, we're not going to get too crazy into it here. But I want to say this. Eric Casebolt, who's the uh the cop, yep. Whose actions were described by McKinney Police Chief Greg Conley as quote out of control, has officially resigned.
0: Oh, he has? Yes, he oh, has. Oh, fantastic. Uh
2: he said this and this is his defense kind of. He says that he responded to two suicide calls earlier in the day and that it took an emotional toll on him. One of the person one of the people that he responded to was able to save, one of them ha- actually killed themselves. So okay, uh, uh,
1: fine, yeah, that, that gives yeah. you...
2: I understand that would be disorienting and jarring to have to deal with that, but don't accept the next call then. Go back to the station. You, you have to know when enough's enough. Well, like, ye- you would excuse
0: it and maybe this is just through the tv we watch but don't you think the the chief or commanding officer after he comes back from two suicide calls one successful one not don't you think they would be like hey man uh take the rest of the day off of course like go collect yourself like that's heavy
2: absolutely yeah of course right i mean it's like yeah that sucks for him that he had to deal with that and that's you know, a reality of being a cop. So that's yeah, it, something it, that you have to take it, it into is. account. But you don't come and then whoop the shit out of a 14-year-old girl in a bikini, you kneel on her back. That is the part of the video. Forget him pulling the gun, which is completely out of that's way out of bounds. But like essentially assaulting this girl who's not doing anything. She's fucking 14 years old in a bikini. What do you think she's going to do? If I were that girl's dad and I showed up and I saw that, I would be in jail because I would have I would have killed that guy.
0: Well, you said that earlier. It
2: drives me insane. Really? Yeah, that really bothers me.
0: No, it bothers me too, but the fact that you would take a chance on murdering a police officer.
2: I mean, I would kick his ass, you know what I mean? I would try to kick his ass. I yeah. would just run up and kick him right in the back of the fucking skull.
0: Right in the back of the head, yeah. Because the
2: other thing then in that, that he puts everybody in a fucking terrible position there because her friends are standing around. There's other young... Uh, her, you know, young people her friends around they're watching this they're standing around the perimeter watching this happen don't you think that they're fighting every impulse they have to Not pull to. that asshole off her yeah I'm sure Th- and, and then what then they're gonna go to jail for assaulting a cop and or, blah, get blah, blah. Shot. or get shot or whatever yeah. right you don't you know that's that shit really that really bothers that's like the most bothersome part of that whole thing
0: yeah I agree
2: um, alright so but again that's been covered to death he's resigned nobody got killed thank god so fine like it's just another unpleasant incident but okay we can move forward from that i did bring a couple of stats about police brutality though that i found fascinating i figured this was a good spot to um were you supposed to play the video oh yeah thank you yes actually yeah let's play the video real quick thank you joe um We'll play the video of the uh, the mom and daughter just talking about the incident, and then we'll get into this police brutality stuff.
3: Selfishly, want to watch it. That's that's what's yeah. Like, come why? Because this girl's
2: got huge boobs.
3: No, no, I didn't even know that. I wanted to see more of the story.
2: <laughs> that that was a conversation on, in the conversation with uh, Damian uh, Lemon and Vlad Camagno this week. They were talking about the comments on this video. Uh, this girl Tatiana Rhodes has gigantic boobs, and she's very cute. But like, is she the one who's fourteen? No, she's 19. She oh, was hosting 19. the party. Her and her mom oh, okay, were like hosting the party. Right. Yeah, let's watch. Okay, so let's watch it. And uh, if you guys want to check out that episode of "In the Face of Darkness" on "In the Conversation," they they get into that and it's pretty funny. But anyway, here's Tatiana Rhodes and Lashana Bur- Burks who were hosting the party in McKinney, Texas, and they uh, they just explain what happened here. Tatiana um, Rhodes. Yeah.
5: So basically, what happened was me and my sister and a few friends made a cookout, and um, I basically. To sum it up, when I went to go get my key pass from someone, this lady was saying racial slurs to some friends that came to the cookout. What kind of slurs was she saying? She was she was saying things such as black effort and that's why you live in Section Eight Home. There there's also a male that was saying uh rude things and
2: I I like that she just comments like saying rude things, like first of all, they live there. They live in that yeah. town. Everybody there lives there. Yeah. Okay.
5: This fourteen year old girl named Grace, which is my brother's friend, who stood up for us saying that's not right, shouldn't do that, that's racist, and things like that. So then they they started um, verbally abusing her, saying that she needs to do better for herself, be better for herself, cursing at her. And I'm saying, no, that's wrong. She's 14. You should not say things like that.
2: Re- reasonable? Stop telling a 14 year old girl that lives in the neighborhood. Go back to sec- section eight housing. What do you? Yeah, like you. Fucking piece of shit. All right, Tatiana, please.
5: The 14 year old, and they're Top like, um, Well, you please. need to go back where you're from, and things like that, telling me um, I need to go back to my Section 8 home and stuff like that. So um, I said, Excuse me, and then the other lady, her name's Kate, came up to me and she smacked me in my face. She actually was Kate t- White, t- t- White. T- t- White, Kate's Caucasian. Kate. Okay. And she went and she hit me in my face, and that's when both of the women attacked me. Okay, and just for clarity, you live in this neighborhood, is yes, in okay. right. Most of the people that attend the event also live in Craig Ranch, yes. is that right? Okay, and mom, do you want to say anything?
2: And now this is Lashawna Burks, her mom, who's just standing off camera, who so, is clearly wearing nurse's scrubs, so she's a nurse or something, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever.
3: So, they live in this what is this? Like a little gated community? Yeah, it seems
2: like a gated community. It's like a cul it's, it's like a cul-de-sac cul-de-sac element or whatever. Yeah, it's just like a nice, neighborhood. it's a little
3: cold de sac Yeah. It looks and, like and, a very pleasant and town. And they have a community pool. Yeah. Correct. And this is uh, Where Tatiana?
2: Tatiana's the the 19-year-old. So she girl threw a Lashawna pool party
3: at the pool. Right. Yeah. She, invited her friends from school yep. or neighbors or everyone. She
2: invited schoolmates because it's graduation. So they're all there. They're having yeah. a cookout. They're having a good time. And then, like, more of her friends showed up. Who are black and the white people that were there Uh, by the
3: pool or like
2: by the pool got pissed off about that i guess they don't like it and there you go that's what happens all right so okay i follow you get it all right lashana burks please continue you can just say your name for me my name is
5: lashana burks we got that i'm I'm just upset that we couldn't have a peaceful event. And if it was any issues that they truly had, that they should have came to me, the adult, that was here at the event, and said, hey, you know, we don't want the kids, whatever, then let me handle it. And not go to that like, right. extreme you know, right and most of the kids here were like classmates with them that were invited and things of that nature so like in the area right. okay so it was you know full Tatiana. and everything so it was, yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. all right so that's it
2: i mean now do those people seem unreasonable do they seem like they are uh, you know are causing a problem no they were fucking just there they've had a goddamn cookout and weirdo white people were mad that the blacks were there
0: yeah and and to look at the the background i'm not saying
2: the blacks just to clarify no i know okay you're speaking for yes i'm being the weirdo white people yeah the
0: background of of that shot that's a that's a very nice looking like cul-de-sac midwest Uh, that's what it looks like to me because i'm from (laughs) st louis very similar towns that's just kind of a thing like of course
3: it looks fine andy we have those in jersey too
0: Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have nice towns. We, we, have, we have cul-de-sacs. No, not nice towns, I know but the, but that very like, cul-de-sac
3: setup of there's very like groomed, there's a pool yeah, in yeah. the middle of it Sometimes there's a communal to. basketball in one kid's driveway, basketball hoop. Sure. You never saw that before? Like the one hoop on the block, everybody shares it? Yeah. No, Joe, Joe is now
2: explaining suburbia to yeah. Andy. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: because everybody had a basketball hoop. Oh, oh, okay. rich
2: hey, kid. hit that privilege. Oh, hello, yeah,
3: rich kid. I had one basketball hoop on my block. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so right. Mars Michon, he we went there.
2: Okay, we're getting off topic. Um, so anyway, so that's the deal. So okay, then we can move on from that. I. Oh. Oh, what? What?
0: We're not, not going to talk about.
2: Well, again like i mentioned she does have gigantic breasts uh and that's something that was brought up in the comment section <laughs> and again damien and vlad were talking about it in the conversation she is she's very cute tatiana i like her and you know well spoken she did a nice job there um all right so let's go on to this police brutality stuff because i brought some stats and they're fucking ridiculous what you don't like police brutality nobody does
0: no nobody does It just i'm sure the stats aren't gonna look good
2: they're interesting, and here, this is why I wanted to bring them up, because Congress is advancing a bill that's going to have mandatory reform to make kill counts uh, ma- a mandatory thing.
0: Mandatory Samson
2: reform? Uh, Samsonite! Nope. It's mandatory kill counts for when cops kill people. They're going to have to have like a much more accurate record of this, which I think is obviously reasonable. And The Guardian has they're- started a project called The Counted, where they've they're trying to track Everybody's been killed by police in 2015. They're really doing a good job, and that's where the legislation is starting to come from.
3: Are you telling me they haven't kept kill count? Yet? No, like, they that's keep something. Very- they just don't even acknowledge that this cop killed somebody. Seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah, the, even I, a criminal, you want to know that? Well, of course, the FBI. Here's like an actual bad criminal. I'm saying, you know,
2: I know what you mean, but the FBI. Uh, in 2013 said that 461 people were killed by police and this is a much maligned statistic because now in 2015 the guardian is keeping track 500 people have been killed already and they're on track for a thousand people to be killed by police this year wow uh 49.6 percent will be white or have been white so far 28.2% 28.2% black, 14.8% Hispanic-Latino. The Now, yes, more white people are getting killed in that percentage. But, but there
3: are more white people.
2: Way more. There's only 13% black people in the entire country. So 28% of the, the 500 have been black, which is like, okay, they're, right? Of the 500 people, and this is even, its forget about race. Of the 500 people, 21.6% were unarmed. That's staggering. 95.2% have been men. This is crazy. 27% had a mental health disorder. So now you're killing 30% of these people that they have been killed are sick. They have a problem. And 21% of them are unarmed. Andrew.
0: Can I just take a guess? Um, It seems to me because the white statistic is higher. Uh um,
2: (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, what? Are people going to... God, I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. It's just... um, and again I watch a lot of crime shows it's more often than not that white people are more likely to take hostages Mm. and that and whether they kill the hostages or the the SWAT team has to come in they make they don't make many mistakes sometimes they do (laughs) and and more people in body counts can be higher by police in situations like that.
2: Possible. I mean, that's and just it, speculation. It's possible. It, 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 but
0: Absolutely speculation. It's reasonable, yeah. But j- just my thought.
2: Yeah, no, it's a reasonable hypothesis. I'm not sure. I don't know what, why that would be. But, I mean, I, again, I think, like, it all, for the most part, stems from crime. So if there's just more white people, percentage-wise, in the country that are committing crimes they might get killed, but right. But it could have to do with what you're talking about, where people take a hostage or why people tend to be more serial killer, like a uh, hostage situation, cult situation, yeah. religious weirdness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the, the black people that are getting killed or whatever are, it's, it's because of circumstance. And yeah, I'm not justifying crime, you know, like selling drugs or something, but it's like, it's not violent crime in the most case. Well,
0: in a lot of the black, uh, m- of when black people are murdered by police it's often one or two
2: yes you know yeah. what i mean yes. like yes. it's, yes. it's yes. often
0: yes. a single exactly event.
2: yeah yeah totally you're absolutely right right like uh, the fucking banditos like that's a huge group of crazy white people that easily right that could jack up the stats real They're quick Mexicans, right there too the bandit well who's the other one the white. Well, whatever it doesn't matter but you get my point though. the it's angels like you- the hell's angels or whatever you get this like yeah. white gang okay
0: yeah white gang violence oh and that's another thing to consider skinheads is this uh is this count people in prison too
2: no there's people out in the world oh, okay by police.
0: Be- okay
2: um all right so anyway so i just thought that that was interesting to bring up it's cool that congress is trying to get on this but right like joe you were kind of exasperated by that it's yes yeah, it's, how are they not counting how many people the cops are killing what are you out of your fucking mind that's not a stat we want to have deplorable it, it's absurd yeah it is deplorable i'd like to have it yeah i think we'd all just like to know the information because then yeah. we can go oh there isn't a problem or oh there definitely is a problem um
3: like doesn't that, it doesn't go on the record at all like well it does i guess it does but acquittals.
2: Yeah, well, it's not even that. I mean, I don't understand... Right, like, I don't understand how it's not being tracked. And
3: I think... Don't they track how many times you've
2: uh, discharged your
3: gun? Yes. Yeah, you would think that these numbers would be out there, sure.
2: Absolutely. I don't know why they're not. I don't know how they're not being tracked, but... Congress is trying to make that a mandatory thing. Well, numbers
3: out there or numbers that they track within the right police internally and cops, that know exactly how many times I've did, He's like I've, I've only done it twice. Yeah, you know, like most cops right. don't even shoot their guns ever.
0: But,
2: right, but it might be an internal versus a public yeah. knowledge and thing. Th- right, that's not true, sharing.
3: but
0: if uh, if ever an event happens where an officer has to just charge his weapon, they count every single shell right. missing from his gun. Right, so they know.
2: Yeah, uh, they would have. You would think they would have to, but as far as a national number,
0: oh no, they're not that. giving that out. No, definitely
2: not. Um, all right, great. So I'm glad we talked about that. Now this is something that I really wanted to get to. Oh, well, now Andy, I'm sorry uh, to kind of like throw the flow off. I want to get into this Bush. I have a my headline is Bush, Rumsfeld, Rubio, Iraq, and ISIS. We're gonna get into a wrap up here, and I fucking hate Donald Rumsfeld. Honestly, like I said at the beginning, he should be hanged because he's a, a garbage person, but. What, uh, what other topic you wanted to get into something less Paul at the end. We're going to get into, and there was one other topic, right? What was it? Um, what was the, the other topic? Oh, well, we, that's my, yeah, I got the movement. We're going to get into it. Don't you worry, little Jeff.
0: Um, the kid who I, I apologize. I'm on the Les Paul page right now. Um, Khalif Browder, uh, who's,
2: was that it that we wanted to get into? I mean, uh, I.
0: Um, do we want one more thing?
2: Because Khalif Browder, that's. Oh, a,
0: we wanted to talk about uh, China and the car. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. We're gonna get okay. That's right. So we'll get into that at the end too. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we weren't like stepping over your stuff. Um,
0: what do you want to talk about?
2: Well, I want to get into this Bush Rumsfeld thing. We're gonna do the oh, GOP songs. Oh, oh, I just oh, wanted okay. to just no, no, to, like no, no. do a little go check ahead, on what go, we're doing. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: just because you mentioned Khalif Browder, we'll say like that is we don't need to get heavy into that. Uh, People can read about it. It is about as fucked up as fucked yeah, up Yeah, it's a, a
2: true tragedy. Yeah. But it was just to get into the whole depth of it on this episode just wasn't going to happen. But yeah, yeah. believe me, that's in my we- consciousness and that's awful. Yes. Um, speaking of awful, polls for George W. Bush popularity are better than barack obama right now and he's in the positive territory for the first time since 2005 this is according to a cnn orc poll and i have some of the data here and i'm gonna get into the point of why uh i'm bringing this up is because it, it ties into iraq and what's going on with isis and donald rumsfeld saying some shit that is infuriating and then i have a, just a funny marco rubio clip looking like an asshole in a morning show uh that we could tie that up with but these are the numbers uh, George W. Bush, former president of the United States, is in positive numbers for the first time since 2005. He has a 52% approval rating, 43% uh, against him, negative, and 4% of no opinion uh, on the matter, while Obama's at 49 for, 49 against, and 2% no opinion of him.
3: So are you talking about George W. Bush right now?
2: Yes. And
3: why do these approval number n- numbers matter
2: they do these uh They do these polls just periodically where they just see like past president's current president- it's just oh, to like get okay. a gauge on kind of you know what the opinion is I was about.
3: like he can't run
2: no, but the further you get out of office, typically your numbers raise up, which is the problem in this country where people just don't like, yeah, he was terrible. He did a lot of terrible things. We're still feeling the pain of a lot of the shit that the Bush administration did. People like Rumsfeld, Cheney and Bush. And now he, people are like, man, eh, whatever. We just let it go. It's like, that's why we always talk about it. Like why shit continues to go wrong and why nothing ever changes. Cause people are just like, ah, eh, whatever. I forgot that he did anything bad. It's he was fine. our
0: Harry. He was our Harry German.
2: He was a, he was a, an awful, awful president. Who? Bush. Was, Harry, was...
0: Was Harry Truman?
2: Um, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to have more information about Truman. I think
3: Taft was bad.
2: Taft uh, they got stuck in a bathtub because yeah, he was, was so him. fat. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Yeah, was a degenerate That'll be like also. Christie. He'll be stuck in yeah. a fucking bathtub looking ass. Oh. Ah, oh, fuck him. He's never going to be president, so he can suck on that. That hurts more. Um, listen to this. This is even crazier. Jimmy Carter... of people polled never heard of him. (laughs) How fucking ridiculous is that? Like, I had to bring that. like that. There you go, America. Like, that's what the problem is. 6% of people never heard of one of the most recent presidents we've had. Like, what? Is that stunning or what? That's unbelievable. Okay, fine. I just wanted to bring that up. Because it transitions into, like, hey, do you remember the Bush administration was awful, they brought us into Iraq for no reason, it was a boondoggle, we're still suffering the effects of it, ISIS exists because of them in large part, the economy collapsed, just a terrible, terrible time in American history. Well, one of the key architects of that terrible time in American history, Donald Rumsfeld, who was the Secretary of Defense in 2013 when we invaded Iraq, now says that democracy in Iraq was unrealistic. Wonderful. Wonderful. we're sent the u.s is yeah great job buddy the u.s is to send 450 troops to iraq to fight isis now in an advise and assist role and to hopefully to take back ramadi which is a strategic part of iraq and blah 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 going back to donald rumsfeld here are some of the quotes the guy that got us involved in this fucking boondoggle mess and sold the whole thing under false pretenses this is what he had to say in 2003 he goes this much is clear i i i hate donald rumsfeld okay i, I hate him and i hate cheney i think they're bush i hate to i don't hate bush but i think he was a a terrible president i think he was um ill-equipped to take the role and i think he he let cheney and rumsfeld who are truly evil people get in his ear and steer him in a bad direction all right 2003 this is donald rumsfeld this much is clear we have a stake in their success referring to iraq for if iraq With its size, capabilities, resources, and its history, is able to move to the path of representative democracy, however bumpy the road, then the impact in the region and the world could be dramatic. Iraq could conceivably become a model, proof that a moderate Muslim state can succeed in the battle against extremism taking place in the Muslim world today. So now to me, that sounds like he's saying Iraq could become a model of democracy in the Middle East, correct? That's what he's saying there. Yes. In 2015, meanwhile, he's saying it like he's just an outside observer. No, he brought us to Iraq under the idea of, like, we need to have regime change there and we're going to turn them into a democracy. That was the whole argument because they have nuclear weapon capability and blah, blah, blah. 2015, Donald Rumsfeld, the same person who just said that. The idea that we could fashion a democracy in Iraq seemed to me unrealistic. I was concerned about it when I first heard those words. I am not one who thinks that our particular template of democracy is appropriate for other countries at every moment of their histories. What the fuck are you talking about? You just heard him say the opposite and now he's going to rewrite history. That's why I bring these poll numbers because people allow these animals to rewrite history. Bush is in positive territory now. Why? Because you go, well, he didn't have the right information. He couldn't have done anything about it. Yes, they could have. A couple of weeks ago, we read the memos where it's saying Bin Laden's going to strike in the US. This is happening. Cheney thought Ara- Al-Qaeda was bluffing. Yeah. That they were trying to trick them. Fuck all of you. They these people they like it just blows my mind. They are 1984. Epitomize. they yes. just they are do, so
3: yes, good at what yes, they yes. do though they're great they're at so what they good. do Dude, they're so good. you're right
2: they're great at what they do but that's what's infuriating because people let them get away with it they're only good at it because people people forget yeah that's why we yeah. let them rewrite history don't let these fucking animals say what you
3: want they're they're smart guys
2: nobody's denying that they are smart guys they're fucking evil animals that should be in a cell yes that's the reality yes fuck you donald rumsfeld you son of a bitch we have quotes of you i have a quote here saying they're gonna be a model of democracy now oh when i first heard that who suggested it fucking casper the friendly ghost you came up with it who's saying it I don't know why Casper the Friendly Ghost. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I Bigfoot, why a unicorn. There, I don't know. I didn't know where to go with that. It was Bigfoot. Chipotle. Yeah, Chipotle came up with it. I don't know.
0: Um, it was Bigfoot with bread bags on his feet to cover his tracks. Plastic bread bags. Right, on
2: his feet, because otherwise, you know, you'd People know he was there. People would have seen his tracks. Per- makes perfect sense. Yes. Uh, all right, so Donald Russell, thanks. Thanks for that. I also have one more quote from him that I just think is cute, because he's so fucking wrong in it. Go for it. 2001. Yep. Donald Rumsfeld. Within a few years, the U.S. will undoubtedly have to confront a Saddam armed with nuclear weapons. A, Saddam never had nuclear weapons. That was totally untrue. Go read Han Blix's report about it. Yep. And um, in 2001, he's saying that. And ironically, then in 2003, what do you know? We're in Iraq. Weird. Uh, Iran will almost certainly have a nuclear weapon sometime Within the next five years. So I would put it at 2006. It's now 2015. They don't have a nuclear weapon, and actually they're entering into a nuclear uh, disarmament agreement with the United States. So Rumsfeld, wrong on that one. Missed the mark there completely. He says, um, and that will change the balance in the region notably. Well, that didn't happen. The only thing that did happen was going to Iraq, and he had a huge hand in that happening. Yeah. So that was it. Terrific. So inarguably... ISIS exists because of what happened in Iraq, because of decisions wrongfully made by Rumsfeld and Cheney and Bush et al. Uh, I have a quote. By and all involved. M- all involved. Where, like I mentioned, where the U.S. is going to send 450 more troops to Iraq to fight ISIS in Ramadi. I have a quote from Marco Rubio, who is a presidential candidate, uh, talking about how he feels about Iraq and what we need to do there and our obligation and things like that. And he just makes a silly ass of himself Mm. and I I wanted to play it uh, just because he makes a silly ass of himself and I think it's worth uh, hearing and then we'll just move on because, Oh baby, we have these GOP uh, campaign songs that I'm very excited to get into. So Marco Rubio talking about Iraq on a Fox program. Uh, Here we go.
4: ...support democracy, and if a nation expresses a desire to become a dem- democratic nation, particularly one that we invaded, I do believe we have a responsibility to help them move in that direction. But the most immediate responsibility we have is to help them build a functional government that can actually meet the needs of their people in the short and long term, and then ultimately from that you would hope it would spring... That a sounds like nation building. Well, saying? it's not nation building. We are assisting them in building their nation. It's not nation building.
2: What? We're just assisting them in building their nation, he says.
4: Let's hear that one more time. Meet the needs of their people in the short and long term. And then ultimately from that, you would hope it would spring. Become that a sounds like nation expanding. building. Well, what I mean. it's not nation building. We are assisting them in building their nation. <laughs> That's the same. That's literally the same thing. What a, what a crazy person. He would
2: just say that on television as a as a serious thinker. And nobody on the couch was like, what? We have a vested no, interest. No, because
0: in- they can't say what.
2: But come on. Meanwhile, this is the show called Outnumbered, where it's one dumb dude and then four women. Yeah. All right. Let's just hear Marco Rubio end
4: this up, and then that's the end of this clip. What, what an asshole. Doing that. The alternative to not doing that is the chaos we have now. Mm. Because, in fact, what happened in, a, in Iraq under this administration is they rallied around Maliki. Maliki, Shia leader who used his power to go after Sunnis, and that created the environment that was conducive for ISIS to come back in and create all these problems.
2: The, the Obama administration rallied around Al-Maliki, who, by the way, is still the, vi- is the vice president. He was the president for, for many years. Wh- um, who the fuck was in office when all this went down? Who was the architect? This, this is what's frustrating. This is why Bush's approval rating is 52 and Obama's is 49 because you got this nonsense out there. And again, like we've gone after Obama on a number of things. I'm not defending him from that point of view, but it's just like Bush was there. He's the reason this happened. No responsibility there. Nope. No, we should go back. No, nope, not at all. We should not nation build, but we should help them nation build.
0: <laughs> no, not nation up. build. Help them build their nation. Oh,
2: oh you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're, you're right. I, I, maybe I'm twisting it.
0: Yeah, um, you're. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, twisting. I'm it. being the yeah. silly goose here.
2: <laughs> it's not Marco Rubio. Um, all right. So anyway, so that's that. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna have a little bit of fun here, Joe, little Joe. You ready to get involved in this?
3: I'm super ready, guys.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, we have these GOP twenty sixteen campaign songs, and some of them are doozies. Uh Rick Perry's the first one. Rick Perry, who has a fucking no chance of becoming president. I mean no. zero chance.
0: No, no, no.
2: He has a song called Answer to No One, which is originally recorded by Colt Ford, who's apparently a country singer. Um and he so he changed some of the words. It involves Rick Perry now. Of course. And this is a clip of him at a campaign rally, and you can hear the song playing in the background. We don't have to listen to the whole song, but no. we're just going to play something. Okay. Of it. Uh, all right, so this is, the ca- this is the campaign rally, Rick Perry's entry into this uh, competition that we're having. Answer to no one. He's being introduced by his wife.
5: Please welcome my husband, Rick Perry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like how he...
0: The weapon of my choice Don't for my voice Hate me if you won't, Or love me if you can If the truth is what you want
2: Then you found your own man I Oh, wow.
3: Uh, Little Joe? That was awesome. I, that was awesome.
2: It's absurd, but I will say this. If I, if I was a Rick Perry supporter, I'd be rock hard.
3: That would, be that's so really good.
0: No, but do you know what the best part about that was? You tell me. That country rap shit Oh, yeah. That captures both sides of who he wants to vote for him he, wa- he wants everybody and he had I don't know who was doing the, who is doing the uh, the vocal or um, like the, the hooks music. and stuff but, oh yeah I, I don't know but the I think lyric- that was him rapping at the end. No no, 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 no. No, it no. was not. No. But the lyrics were done by probably a local rapper.
2: Well, this is already a... Here's a this this is a <laughs> rare one. This is a song already. He, like, fit his name in, and they, oh, had a, okay, they did, like, okay. a different version.
0: Anyway, but. so, okay. So it's two famous people, but if you want to get everybody to vote for you, especially in that state where that genre of music is so popular, yeah. that's what you do. And uh, that well, yeah. man hit it perfectly it's he exciting. looked like a jackass
2: walking out to it <laughs> He is a jackass
0: he's never gonna he's win g- no he's, he's a jackass <laughs> in general right but he like or he didn't pick it but his campaign managers right. picked the right song oh, for him yeah. to walk a- out
2: absolutely to. again i would be pumped if i was a supportive as i'm like oh hell yeah don't take away my right to vote or my right to tote boom I'm a cowboy. Oh right, what was the song? I'm just a cowboy. Uh that's the new one for Rick Perry. Okay, so that's the first entry into this uh, little competition we're having here. Rick Santorum, another guy who is a, a complete ass, is never going to be president. A complete ass. <laughs> he has a song called Take Back America. Now, who is he who is, does Rick Santorum want to take America back from? I guess the black people I was and say the the, black. the sinners yeah. and kind of, you know, the liberals. So the Jews, you're right. Uh, Rick Perry, uh, why don't you say that to the mics? So you guys should... have enough. Yeah, you guys have all of Hollywood. What are you doing? Um, that's true, right, Little Joe? What? That you guys, the Jews, own Hollywood? Do we own everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I thought. And um, the banks. The banks. Yeah, you guys are ridiculous. You're doing a good job with those. Uh, Rick Santorum, here's his song, Take Back America, once again, at a campaign rally. With your help. And God's grace, we can change this nation. Join us. Join us.
1: Ricksanthorn.com and let's take back America.
0: God bless you. God bless America. This is for the man. Work in the factory. <laughs> Drive train. <laughs>
2: the farmer working the wheat fields growing the long grain oh wow that's america. i hate him that's america yeah let's just continue for a second because it's like five minutes We're not, not the
0: america he's ever known but, no but that's america he's from pennsylvania yeah
2: Yeah, 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 it's time to <laughs> unleash the pride. Unleash my pride. Yeah. Oh my god, that's phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I right. like
3: the first song. You like Rick Perry better way more far? than that.
2: Little Joe, thoughts? First song.
3: Uh, first song was better.
2: Okay, so Rick Perry 100%. is in the lead right now. Then Rick Santorum. We have two more entries. We got a Ted Cruz one. Oh and then, yeah. W- which Ted Cruz's one creeps me out. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, it actually, it gives me, Nine like,
3: inch chills,
2: and it's creepy. It's just weird. You'll hear it. Uh, it's, like, a little rappy, too. And then Ben Carson, uh, who's... Uh, none of these guys are going to be present. I was, was going to say, but ben Carson, ben Carson? He is a very... He's the smartest, dumbest guy in the world. He's, like, a brain surgeon, literally a brain surgeon, who thinks that being gay is a choice, as evidenced by when people go to prison, they have gay sex sometimes. And he's like, see no that's rape
0: does he perform lobotomies too uh,
2: somebody must have perf- he, on himself possibly can he, he, he even do that I, I don't uh, know. it's stunning that somebody could be a brain surgeon and also hold like some, such dumb ideas about the world yeah. but in, in any event he's got a little surprise entry that you guys might like but let step <laughs> yeah uh does he do the role in the cop does yeah, yeah, comes he just out on rolls stage. on stage. Yeah, he doesn't even show up in the clip actually, but it's just like at an event for him. When yeah. Okay, this is Ted clips the uh, Ted clip. Ted Cruz's clip. It's a song called "We Are Watchmen," uh, and it's creepy. So let, let's hear what Ted Cruz uh, brought to the table here. It makes me uncomfortable, son.
4: We are watchmen. It's like
2: we're back in the late 70s. Labor force is dead, emboldened enemies. Can you hear the voice of Reagan saying the Fed is not the remedy? The banner's in the air for the conservative ascendancy. America, these are perilous times, but there is meant to be a remnant of the righteous to exempt us from our penalty. When power is concentrated, Centrally and federally, it creates dependency. That's medically like leprosy or heredity. The pedigree is liberty, intrepidly. Moral individuals and families, the recipe. The more we stray from that, the more we waver from our legacy. The greater the danger gets, we jettison our destiny. Make D.C. listen. Switch off the dead news, the lamestream media us the feds do collectivism everyone's a victim like the reds do and for our next president we're all in for ted cruz
1: all
2: right so you get the idea of ted cruz's uh, uh thing there. it was what- awful
0: up until this part. You like the chorus? I like the chorus a lot. He crushed on that chorus. Yeah,
3: the, but yeah, everything before that was awful. What was better? One or three? One's still the best. One's All right, so Rick Perry's best. still in the lead here. Yeah. Santorum,
2: you were putting him third now behind Ted Cruz or what? Take back America. Mm. That's, that's Santorum's. That's a pretty good one.
3: I'll get back to you.
2: All right, well, that's fine. So that's fine. We've yeah. heard them. Rick yeah, Perry's yeah, still in the, yeah. really uh, yeah, place, in the lead. It doesn't really matter. Second place is just the first loser. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, We're going to get into, this is just the final entry. This is Ben Carson's uh, entry. This is performed by Detroit Selected of God Choir. Interesting. So hold on. I got to skip ahead to like 35 seconds and uh, we'll hear what he's got going on here. I'm just going to say Joey would have loved this one, by the way.
0: Yeah, he would. Oh, no fucking way.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: All right, so you get that I mean they literally just do the whole song they sing like that oh really yeah it sucks I was kind of hoping somebody oh, would come out and rap but and nobody did
0: he never comes out and like starts <laughs> starts like, being Eminem it no, it's crazy
2: so anyway so that's uh, that's the final entry we have there although I did bring some of Obama's 08 songs but I don't think we need to incorporate them right that's no fine. we
3: do uh, I thought it was pretty weak
2: you thought that was weak
3: sauce? Uh, I mean, no, they did. I was like, oh, wow, these people are really talented. You know, they're really talented singers. Right, but um, it just didn't hit you the same way as Paris. I don't know, it just didn't have as much depth as the other ones or substance. I hear you. Because you know, there's more. There's lyrics in the other one. They're putting, you know, they're giving more of a message behind it. They put the candidate's name in it, even yeah, sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Number one.
2: Still. All right. So, congratulations, Rick Perry. While you will never run this country, you're running the GOP theme song game. Yep. So, absolutely c- good for you, sir. Um. All right. Very good. So that was kind of fun. I that that is something I wish Joey was here for because he really would have enjoyed that. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I wish he was here too.
2: Uh. But unfortunately. No, we out. Yeah, we know. Um. <laughs> all right. So. Some of the other stuff we wanted to get into, just this European Space Agency thing, which I think is good, and then you wanted to get into this fucking Chinese car thing, which is just crazy. Yeah. You want to get into that right now? Why don't we do that, and then we'll, uh, we'll close up with the uh, okay, the, the space agency yeah, thing, because sure. I know you want to get into that, little Jeff. Don't shake your head. You do. You love it. Tell the people you love it. All right, folks. I love it. Basically, and I'm going to
0: read this just as a quote, because sure. it's, it's straight- Straight out of Compton, straight out of an article.
4: Weak. Boo. I, can't, I, can't I was gonna,
0: just going to say boo. <laughs> I
2: couldn't find it.
0: Okay. Boo. Boo. Boo.
2: Hiss. Boo and hiss.
0: Welcome to the normal, normal new world. The, if we build it and offer credit to anyone who can fog a mirror, they will come. Economy. While LeBeau and his cronies are cook-a-hoop, I've never heard that expression, over auto sales, no matter how those uh, sales are achieved, it seems his car makers are way ahead as the value of cars on the sidelines, inventories, in parentheses, have never, ever been greater than now. And unless this chart keep soaring up t- and to the right leaving us consumers increasing uh debt laden with just a, uh i don't know why sorry I haven't read off an iPad in a long time, and <laughs> it's really, that, it's right? really <responding> fucking with me.
3: Today, Junior. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm sorry. I haven't read off an iPad in a long time.
4: You see, growing up, I only had one good pair of shoes. But she didn't
0: have a goddamn iPad, bitch. Well, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know why she's saying that Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, basically, debt-laden with just wasting assets as collateral. The global auto industry in recent years has been getting heavily or or has been betting heavily on China's West, where they see potential for faster growth than in more affluent and car-saturated cities along the coast and in the country's eastern and northern manufacturing belts.
2: So basically what you're saying here is China to keep up the appearance of a positive GDP, of doing well, of doing well, of having a good manufacturing base are just making millions of cars that they're just driving. cranking out cars. It's so crazy. What, what is the name of the article? Like, what's the headline of this article? Do you have that? Uh, welcome
0: to the. Oh, it's. Oh, welcome to the new normal.
2: Welcome to the new normal. If you type that in with China and cars, you'll probably (laughs) find the article or you'll find at least pictures, because we're looking at pictures right now.
3: So are we outsourcing our automated like automotive industry to China? That's basically the most part, yes.
2: But by the same token, they're just building millions and millions of cars. And I'm
3: I just want
0: to say I am
3: under what brand what brand of car? Oh,
0: everything all of them honda it's, it's like, honda dodge everything yeah like you can see close-ups yeah there's dodge cars. trucks Is china yeah
2: yeah that look nice well yeah parts of Ch- i mean china's in an in industrial nation obviously but look talking, at that yeah there's literally guys like you know if you look at a a um it's an over airport. Of, well, an airport, or you're looking at a Look. game when they show the overhead of the stadium, and it's all the parking lots. But like seventy of those parking lots is filled with fucking. Those like, are all Dodge, Dodge Durangos. Yeah. Just just there parked because there's just nobody to so sell. So is them that going to gonna
3: make the you know the price of these cars you know go down? You
0: know, no, far, 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 no, because, because they, they're not selling them. Those are just basically going to be burned. They're probably. just
2: there as stock. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because it keeps up. There's also they do this with um, building homes too. They build these giant like apartment complexes and things like that where nobody in Dubai. Lives in. Well, Dubai's a different is story. It's a good but,
0: example of it though.
2: Well, where it works though, people actually live in those places.
0: In no, China. they don't. Oh, really? In some places. Okay, so, so where there are in most either. in most of those large skyscrapers in Dubai,
2: nobody lives there. Unbelievable. But the, so what China does is in the western part of China, where it's like more farmland but they're trying to make it more like of an urban environment, they build all these buildings and have apartments that nobody rents. And they have all these cars that nobody buys. And the reason they do it is to make it look like their manufacturing base is really strong. And they can say, look at our GDP and we're producing all this shit, but nobody's fucking buying it. But because it's a state-run thing, they're willing to just pump a ton of money into it to just keep up appearances. It's mental. It's mental. And also, they're getting U.S. money, right? Like you said, they're sending jobs overseas, so they have incentive to do that. And it's... uh, it's a crazy thing. You think the TPP is going to help situations like this? No. This is just going to continue. These pictures are stunning. You guys should really look it up. Millions. Of you millions have cars. To.
0: It's really crazy. It is insane. So, anyway, just back to what I was saying. You know, um, it's these cities along the, uh, the coast and in the country's eastern and southern manufacturing belts. Right. Whatever. So instead, the region has been hit hard by China's economic slowdown, which has been coming for a while, Right. Uh, com- uh, curbing auto sales and leaving residents like Chen Liang pinching pennies. Give that a... <laughs> Chen Liang? No. No? That's horribly
2: racist. No, it's not. That's how you pronounce it.
0: I don't think it is. All right. I met the man like oh. 3 hours ago.
2: And how did he, how did he say his name? You said hi, I'm Andrew.
0: No, he was white. Chen Liang? Yeah, his Chen pa- Chen Liang. His parents were both just immigrants.
2: Oh, okay. So he's from Seattle or something. Yes. All right, never mind. Call me an asshole then.
0: Okay. On Wednesday, an auto show in the sprawling western city of Shang oh, Qing the 24 24- <laughs> year You make fun of me and then you do that. <laughs> the- what? That, that's a little long. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good Okay, a one. that's better. All right. Okay, so the 24 year old junior manager for a laptop market, uh, marketing company. God damn, iPods. I don't well, know. What is going
3: computer. on? This thing? Turn your brightness I- up. It's not the brightness. It's, so dark. it's I'm that dark.
0: I'm dealing with the iPad 1 since I got junk, jumped by a bunch of goddamn thugs for my brand new MacBook Pro. Donate to the Kickstarter to help
3: get uh, Andy a new MacBook Pro. Or
0: just back on his goddamn feed again. Um, so anyway, he... Um, okay, the 24-year-old junior manager for a laptop maker inspected a Chevrolet Aveo sedan. Very reasonable car, very nice, which sells for just under his budget of ten thousand yen.
2: Okay,
0: how much is that? Do you think? What kind of car is it? Uh, the Chevy, Chevy Aveo. Yeah, Chevy Aveo. Uh,
2: twenty-one thousand dollars.
0: No, uh, actually, only sixteen oh. one twenty. Phenomenal. Once a ten thousand yen discount is factored in oh i see Mm -hmm. right
2: so they're just trying to get rid of some of this shit yeah it's it's just a crazy system it's like i I don't understand what the benefit like eventually it's going to come back to haunt you like you're saying it's hurting their economy yeah well all right well so i mean is that based that's basically what you got on that right like that i mean the pictures is what's really staggering about this thing like you can understand why they're doing it but you go look at these pictures they're amazing
0: let me just say one more thing please do so they sit Brand spanking new cars, all of the couple of miles on the clock that was uh, that was basically just put there by them driving them to the lot and back, right? And them being driven to their car parts car parks before. Uh, below is the latest May twenty fourteen Google Maps, and that's all the pictures we just showed, right? So the longer they sit there, the slowly you know they have any chance of being sold and what's the answer to this well they need to be sold and that just isn't happening without more credit
2: there you go that's the story from china folks and we're sticking to it uh that's a crazy story thank you for bringing that that's so weird to see all those cars i love the pictures you guys should check them out i don't think we're gonna have time frankly to get to this european space agency thing. No, yet. we're, we're running a little long here uh Next week, I promise we're going to talk about that because I'm excited about it and I want you to talk about it, little Joe, because I know you love space and living there. Uh, listen, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the program. We really appreciate it. We love hearing from all of you. We love uh, the support. We love that people are following the podcast, subscribing to it, whatever it is. Um, and we appreciate that, understandably, everybody loves Joey and would love to have him back on the show. We would, too, and hopefully he will be back as soon as possible. So thank you ahead of time for your support on that. Um, Andrew, do we have a song to end this episode?
0: Yeah, okay. Um, We were going to do, what was our original song? Oh, Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water, because I learned what smoke on the water meant today. Yeah. Yeah. What did it mean?
2: Smoke on the water, I think a lot of people would think it's like maybe fog on a lake, like early morning. Turns out smoke... And,
0: and they talk about a flare gun in right. the song. So you would think maybe that shoots sky. across
2: the sky as you're sitting there on the dock or whatever it is. Turns out they're making a metaphor about a water pipe, a bong, where there's smoke on the water. When you pull on it, it goes... Buh, 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 buh. And the flare in the sky is the lighter as you light that shit. So yeah. that's pretty cool.
0: My dad... Huge Deep Purple fan. I texted him this morning, asking him if he knew what that title meant. He said a flare gun, blah blah blah, uh-huh. and I filled him in. Right. So anyway, he's totally lying um, to you. Oh god. Oh, anyway, so uh, Les Paul, the amazing guitar maker, his hundredth—he ber- had passed away a couple years ago. His hundredth birthday was yesterday, so. We're going to play Hey Jude by Wilson Pickett uh, with Dwayne Allman playing guitar because he's playing it on his classic Gibson Goldtop. And this is the song that eventually created Southern rock and roll. Very cool. So So that's that's what we're going to go with. Uh, Try and find the video if you can. Uh, it, It was just an amazing time. Uh, Muscle Shoals watch the documentary it's It's too much especially with all the heavy shit we talk about on here bring it back to a time where it was even might have even been tougher back then but they made it work
2: right the Just, Muscle Shoals documentary Yeah, I should check that you were talking about that you loved it this week um, alright guys so yeah we're going to end with the birth of Southern Rock uh, Wilson Pickett sing uh, Hey Jude playing hey june uh again thank you so much for listening go to soundcloud.com slash mandatory samson you can follow the podcast leave a comment uh on the the timeline there always respond to them so that's great you can go to dailymotion.com slash Up new york labs you can check out the full video of this episode you can always watch the live stream for 4 30 on thursdays uh, but otherwise you can watch the full episodes that go up of this show and all the other shows you can get in touch with us on twitter i'm at man samp the guy across from me is at a underscore Lozy. you can also check out little joe hareri's instagram it's ferris underscore mcfly he's been putting together quite a few uh avant-garde gifts that he he just loves and uh he's very check proud of um so check him out. Give him some love there and uh, like some of those. Uh, he's really proud of them. Um, did I? Oh, I said our Twitters. Yeah, you can also email us Samson at gmail.com. That is where you can direct your questions, comments, etc. I'm also on Snapchat and Instagram and whatever else you want to get in touch with me about. So again, thank you very much for listening and we're going to talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>